Neil is going to come and do something interactive and fun, by the sounds of it. Right, you're not going to believe what the theme of the morning is. Restoration. How does that work? Tony's word, Steve's word, both restoration. The last song we did about restoration. Can you just turn me down a little bit? Just unbelievable. They didn't know what I was speaking on. I didn't send them an email. God has just got it on his agenda this morning. Okay, I'll tell you why I'm going to talk about restoration. A few weeks ago, I went to see a client of mine, and uh, he specializes in restoring antique furniture. So what happens is that a client brings this beaten up old chair to him and says, I want you to restore this to its former glory. And uh, if you go to his warehouse, at one end are all these old chairs that look like they've come from the dustbin, basically, from the tip. They're just horrendous. Got woodworm in them, all the stuffings come out. There's bits on them that are broken. Some of them have got legs that are broken. You would not give them house room. But they take it to the restorer, and then he starts to work on these chairs or on these bits of furniture, and they go through his warehouse from one end to the other, and at the other end, they are restored, and they're beautiful, and they're very expensive. And you can see why, because the work that has gone into them is amazing, and the change and the transformation is unbelievable. And I was talking to him about how long it takes to restore a chair, and he was saying, well, anything from a kind of month to six months, depending on how intricate it is. And he said, but I've got a really big project on at the moment. I've got this clock that this museum in America have sent to me, and it stopped working. And they've said to me, can I restore it? So I opened the clock, and inside, everything was rusted to pieces. It had been kept in a damp environment, and so it had rusted, and it completely seized up. Not going to work again in a million years. So the museum said to him, it's very valuable, this clock. Can you do it, and how much is it going to cost? And he said, I can do it, but it's going to take me two years. Two years to restore this clock. He has to take every single piece out, every little cog, every little nut, every little spring, uh, wash them, clean them, oil them. You know, the whole thing has to be completely dismantled, completely redone, completely put back together. And finally, after two years, there will be this clock that is beautiful and even more expensive than it already is. And I thought, two years, that's a really long time. You know, how does that work? Two years, someone working on this every single day, that is a long time. And just as I was driving away from his place, the Lord really spoke to me about restoration. And he said to me, the thing about restoration is this. I am here to restore you as a Christian. That is my whole aim, is to restore you to where you should be in God. But it's a lifetime that it's going to take. It's not a month. It's not three months. It's not six months. It's not a year. It's a whole lifetime. And he begins to restore us and uh, set us right with God. Now, the thing is, why is God trying to restore? Or what is God trying to restore in our lives? What is it that God 
wants to restore. Well, in the Garden of Eden, it tells us in Genesis that everything was perfect. God created the world, he created man, he created woman, and man and woman had communion, it says, with God. He walked with them in the evening in the garden. It was perfect. God had relationship with man and woman, and everything was great. Eden actually means delight or pleasure. And that was what God's heart was for man, that he could delight in man and woman and have communion with them in the evening as the heat of the day had gone. And that was perfect until man decided to ruin everything by disobeying God and eating of the tree of good and evil. We all know the story. And as man decided to do that, that delight and that pleasure was turned to pain and death and sin entered the world. And it is that that God is trying to put right in all of our lives. He is trying to restore us back to the Garden of Eden where he was in relationship with man and woman and it was perfect. There was no sin. It was perfect. And that is what God is doing in all of our lives as we become a Christian. He wants it to be good. He wants to restore us to where we are. I looked up what restoration actually means. It's the act of restoring to a former or original condition, which is what we've talked about. But it says this, the giving back of something that was lost or stolen. In the garden that relationship with God was lost and it was stolen by the enemy. And it is that that God wants to restore. Now, restoration is a funny thing. Hannah and I were in the garage yesterday and uh, on the shelf we found in the garage... Who's got a mic? Can I borrow a microphone? Is this working? Right, who can, t- who can, can you read out what it says on this thing for me? Um, yeah, read it right from the top. Dr. Garrett. Curative. Curative hair restorer. The most astonishing hair restorer for men. He anti-hairy. <laughs> right, Dr. Garrett's hair restorer. So, what Hannah and I did yesterday was, we, we thought, we'll try this out. We'll see if this actually works. And uh, so we have cats in our house. And uh, what we've done is, <laughs> this was one of our cats before we, um, before we put some of this jollop on them. And can you give me the after one as well? <laughs> I think the second one's brilliant. Looks more like a rabbit than a cat, but there you go. So... What we thought we'd do today is, I need some men who are follically challenged to see if this was just a one-off or actually if it works on humans as well. So who here can I... Dave, what more? You've got a nice bald pate there. Come and sit here, Mr. Whatmore. Right, I need two, so I need someone else. Who's... uh, 
Steve, yes. Steve, come on. Right, now, Chris has got his camera. So what we're going to do is we're going to do a before and we're going to do an after, okay? So this is before and there's not much hair here, is there? Take your time. <laughs> right. So, what I, what I need is I need some young people to come and help me. <laughs> you will be young in a minute. Don't worry about it. Right. So, I need some young people to come and help me. Come on, anyone. Doesn't matter who. Hannah, you can come and help. Alice, you're young, yes. So, what I need you to do is, we're going to put some of this jollop on their heads, first of all. Let's do that first, all right? Yep. Just be careful, because it comes out. It only needs a little bit. It's very strong. Go on, a bit more than that. That's it, yeah. Right, just, just rub it on his head there. That's it. Very good. And then come over and do Dave over here. I think we need some more jollop on there. It's a bit dirty now, isn't it? <laughs> That's it. That's it, all over. Excellent. Now, the thing is with this thing, it doesn't work straight away. You have to leave it a couple of minutes to work. So what I want to do is I need a couple of people to come and put this, hold this sheet up. Yeah, you can help me with this. Give that to me. Yeah, if you hold this one end. Right, I need someone else to come up this end and hold this end. That's it. Hold it right up so they can't see. And we need side ones as well. Two more people, come on. Who's here? You don't have to be that young, anybody. Alice, come and hold one. Jack, come on. Come on, anyone? Dan, whoa, that's it, you hold that one. Right, and round the other side. Because we have all these people that stand on the sides, you see, that's the problem. Right, you hold that one in there as well. Just come that way a bit. Right. That's good. Julia, go and help Hannah. Right, so we need to see what happens. Is it beginning to work? Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. It's starting to work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right, I think it's worked, don't you? Yeah. Okay, let's take these down for a minute and show everybody then. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where's Chris? <laughs> Very good. Okay, round of applause for these two. Thank you, guys. Right, I need two more, because I, I, I just want to make sure that wasn't a fluke. I just want two more. Come on, you can do it. Paul Temperton, yes! We just want to make sure it wasn't a fluke and it definitely does work because if it does, then I'm going to go and put this on Amazon this afternoon. Right, where's... Uh, come on. Same thing. Go for it. Oh, he's got to take a picture first. Before and after, I'll hold that. Go for it. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't want to drink that, it's horrible. <laughs> strawberry flavour. There you go. Right, so we just want to make sure that it definitely does work. Right, so <laughs> we need these back again. So who are my helpers again? You can come back. There you go. Deborah. <coughs> That's it. Very good. <laughs> it's working. Definitely working. That's <laughs> that one up a bit. Right, are we ready? With Chris, he's here. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I think you should keep that on all the time. <laughs> Very good. Right, round of applause for these two then. That's right. Okay. Maybe put it on afterwards. 
Okay, and a big round of applause for my helpers as well. Thank you very much. Well done. Okay, so thank you guys for uh, offering your services. It's brilliant. Just a, it just visualizes actually what you can do. Uh, not that God does that with us, thankfully. But going back to what we were talking about, about restoration. The thing is that you might be sitting there thinking, well, why do I need to be restored? Because actually I'm okay. You only need to be restored if you're broken. If you're working okay and everything's fine, then there's no restoration that's needed. But God says in the Bible, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And all is a fairly inclusive word, isn't it? And so God needs us to understand that all of us need salvation. All of us need to be restored to that form of glory. And there is only one way that we can be restored, and that is through Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was sacrificed on the cross so that we could be restored to God. We could have that relationship with God again. Revelation 3 verse 20 says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. That's a really well-known verse, isn't it? Stand at the door and knock. There's that famous picture of Jesus standing at the door and knocking. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door. The thing is, what's surprising about that verse is what God says he's going to do when we open the door. He says, I will come into him and dine with him. And when I was reading that, I was thinking, that's, that's not what I expected. Maybe I will come in and I will teach him. Or maybe I will come in uh, and I will look after him. Maybe I will come in and love him. Maybe I will come in and do something else. But what he says is, I will come in and dine with him. And we've talked about this before. If I come round to your house and knock on the door, I hope that the first thing you would do is offer me a cup of tea or coffee. And? And chocolate biscuit, absolutely. No rich tea, by the way. I don't do rich tea. Or even better, rich chocolate cake, absolutely. But the thing is, what's that all about? It's about relationship, isn't it? If the postman comes to your door, and I know someone is going to say, I invite the postman in for coffee, and it's Vanessa who's not here, unfortunately. There's always an exception to the rule. But if the 